All right, welcome back, everybody, to another show of Flyway Connections. Like always, my name is Chris. I'm here with my buddy Joe. Joe? Hey, how you guys doing this evening? Uh, great episode today with another great product. Uh, our guest today on the show is Sean Gibbons of The Real Decoy. Um, Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks, guys, for, uh, for having us on here, having me on. Um, look forward to a lively conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's always a good day when you talk product and uh, talk hunting. I'm a big gear nerd when it comes to the, to the waterfowl stuff. Yeah, um, well, you know, that, that that's really square where we live. Um, uh, in, the, in the waterfowl, that's, uh, you know, in for the for the hardcore hunters. So... I'll kind of, I kind of let you guys lead, lead me down the, down the path and uh, we'll off this thing, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I, kn- I know you just went on an out-of-state hunt. Uh, how'd your travels and how'd you, where'd you hunt and how'd y'all, how'd y'all do? You know, I am, uh, I am probably really blessed um, to be able to hunt as much as we get the opportunity. So I, I actually live personally up in Wisconsin and uh, a lot of people don't think about the Mississippi River, but it originates way up here. Um, by you know Minnesota um, trickles down by Wisconsin, Iowa, and we hunt all those pools. And we're known for uh, uh, for redheads, canvas canvasbacks, uh, the migration. Um, but uh, like everybody else, you know, we're back in the sloughs. Uh, we do some flooded timbers. Um, we kick it off with uh, mallards, uh, teal, um, wood ducks, and we're faced uh, just like everybody else with those areas of uh, you know no no wind and uh, flat water. And uh, that's that's really where our products shine. Um, uh, the the company itself, ironically, has been in business since uh, 1984. Um, wow. And in a yeah, exactly. Like not a lot of people have you know they wouldn't guess that. And uh, and and obviously you know 84 is uh, out of a garage type of thing, doing special orders, uh, um, but always in motion decoys. And we got two flagship products. Um, for that, uh, one one is a, a flutters um, making ripples on the on the water, um, and the uh, the other is a swimmer, and it just does just that. You know, anchor it down, and, it, and it's going to swim through the decoys. Um, uh, you know, we we we've got it. We've got a partnership in the, in the business. Um, some new, few of us are, are relatively new. Um, uh, Mark Reed, he's uh, uh, and and Steve. Trump, he's our CEO, Mark Reed's our finance guy. Um, both of them are retired uh, uh, Air Force. Um, they were B-1 uh, pilots in the, in the Air Force. Steve did, um, I think, 15, 16 different uh, tours. Um, mm-hmm. Mark uh, was prior to a lot of the Gulf activity, um, was retired. And, uh, and Dan, um, on our manufacturing logistics operations, he retired out of the Coast Guard. Okay. Um, so, you know, big, big supporters on uh, any of the veteran programs um, actively, you know, whether it's Wounded Warriors or just local programs. Um, always love that, um, as well as discounts on products, uh, you know, supporting first uh, responders and, uh, and veterans. So, nice. Um, but, you, you know, I kind of wheeled off a little bit there, you know, getting back <laughs> onto the hunting end of it um, uh, and, and the products. Um, you know, we, we are all about putting life into, into the spread, you know, um, there's a lot of different, you know, products out there, spinning wings. Um, we're, we're currently not into that space. Um, we're really trying to get the the motion onto the water itself and to get the decoys moving through, um, through them. So my, my typical spread 
is one to two you know, stationary ducks uh, or decoys. And then I'm putting in like three flutters, um, two to three swimmers, um, a couple butt flutters, and maybe even a, a goose uh, flutter for, uh, for some confidence for a swimmer. And, and I tell you what, we got some videos of the, of the spreads and they, they are just, they just light up. They just absolutely light up. Um, got, got some of our guys are, you know, they're, they're so funny. They're like, Sean, you know, we got, we got ducks that just want to land, literally land on your flutter. <laughs> we got, we got to you know, take them before they, before they're d- dumping down on it, you know, so, um, <laughs> before the flutters catch a pellet or two. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, man, you got to get that on video for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like this season is off season. Um, I got real into decoy spreads and now uh, this is a nerd, you know, the nerd side of me, Chris makes fun of me a little bit. Um, I was watching a lot of um, drone video because we're in the day and age where like we have all these things out here. Why not use them as, you know, as tools. And you will, you start watching drone videos of uh, ducks rafted up in the woods or on these um, when they're you know all rafted up in, you know in the marsh or even on these big lakes and they're not still they're swimming around moving around rippling the water bobbing their heads up and down I mean uh, yeah you see very few ducks that are just you know statues still right right. Yeah, and and it's, so to that point, you know, the swimmers add that that additional level of motion into them. Um, e- even the even the flutters, you know, they're not just uh, stagnant sitting there. You know, they're constantly rotating um, mm-hmm. with when they are on uh, when they are fluttering in the in the water as well. Um, you know, so so to that point, you know, that's a lot of the areas we want to be able to when we call motion. It's not just the inherent motion of you know get, putting off the waves but also the, the, the decoys themselves moving in the spread. You know, yeah, you know what I will say, too, and uh, I just got into motions this season, and I, I saw the, the motions that Joe has. Um, I, you it, it, One, you don't need a jerk string. You're not out there, especially if you're by yourself or you're with a buddy, you know, pulling a jerk string and then having to pull your shotgun. Uh Joe's not the best shot, so you know we got. I gotta like, <laughs> help him out a little bit, but I'm, 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 I'm just that's a lot. <laughs> but, More uh, said that was a lot, <laughs> but just the uh, just the idea of the motion decoy like excites me, and I'm actually really excited to actually use uh, y'all's decoys. And man, just not having to basically just set them out there and not do anything, let the decoys work for your work for you, basically. Um, it's just the thought of that excites me um along with some mojos and spinning wings because i do i'm a big believer in spinning wings too and I, honestly and you can you can kind of say um it, all of us have an input on this but i think spinning wings they work or they don't work and i think it just depends on the ducks how they're feeling i think it depends on uh, honestly how intelligent they they've gotten so um yeah ducks, I, I i would agree you know I, yeah. i'm not here to say you know don't just because we got our own motion and we don't have spinners not to use them i, I you know i i do as well i i pull out anything i can to bring the birds in and mm-hmm. and we all know it's a it, you know setting your spread up is a trial by error right you got your, mm-hmm. your go-to you know just because you know where the wind's coming where the sun's coming up where you position yourself you know this is typically how i set them up but boy you look at those first couple flights or volleys that come in and start moving stuff around um, turn them on, turn them off. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I, and, to, and I agree. Yeah. Go, to, go ahead. To caveat, like, 
and I guess what I was trying to go with this is, yeah, spinning wings. It's just another. It's another tool in your arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you cannot go wrong. And I, I've always, I was always, always been a fan of the jerk string because you can't go wrong with the motion in the water. I think that motion in water is what makes it light. Like, like Joe was saying earlier with his uh, creepy drone video that he does, um, looking at the ducks and doing, seeing what they're doing. You know, so um, I, I think you can't that that to me motion in the water is always going to work it's always going to bring ducks i i I don't care what anybody says it's going to bring ducks more than and i would say mojos and from my experience mojos they work and then sometimes they don't work so it's just another tool in your arsenal i wouldn't i'm not saying people not to use mojos because i use them um or spinning wings and uh i'm not telling people not to use jerk strings because that's i mean uh jerk strings are a cheaper way yeah. Exactly. There's there's some areas you just you by 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 rules and and, and laws you can't use me- mechanical and battery operated ones. So, you know, you're you're kind of forced on that path as well. You know, and uh, and even on ours, we we got a you know outside of just our users, we you know our pro staffs, which are a combination of guides and just hardcore hunters, open to call them. You know, kind of beyond that weekend warrior thing. Um, they're spread across the the entire country. You know, Oklahoma, Arkansas, California, Nebraska, Texas, Louisiana, um, Virginia, Utah, Minnesota, and the list goes on. And nice. and and they're working everywhere. It, you know, it, it's not just a it's not a flyway or a regional thing. Um, the birds love the additional motion, um, hands yeah. down. Now, um, like I said, besides you, you know, just your your, your motion decoys. Not to get off too much. I mean, you guys have your regular floaters that I have too. What I really like about your decoys is they're the, 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 they're flocked. They're all flocked heads. All all the drakes are. Um, yeah, yeah. That and I, and on your floaters, I, I really like the how lightweight they are. You know that that was the goal of them. That's that's uh, the light and lethal decoys, uh, mallards. Yeah. Uh, Yep, combination of uh, drakes, uh, alert, resting heads, and uh, and hens. Uh, and you're right, the the drakes uh, heads are flocked. Um, there, you could consider them a, a collapsible decoy um, because you can. There's a plug on the back. You can collapse them down, and then yeah. uh, when you want them to, you know, kind of re- regroup again, they you know they they'll almost self-inflate. You don't have to actually blow in the back of them. They're yeah. rigid enough that they'll snap back and, and plug them. Uh, the, the weights are way more than the decoys. Yeah. <laughs> Like by the time you you know put a uh, put a Texas rig on them with a you know a, a six or eight ounce weight or four ounce weight you know you got more in in that than you do the weight of the actual decoy. Um, they deploy really well and they and they carry you know they carry for walk-ins. They're they're on yeah they're, they're yeah around. because that's how you know, a lot of times people think you know with the waterfowl community it's a it's not like you know it's not like other hunting where you know. Most deer hunters across America, they're all going to get in their stands or a box blind. Most turkey hunters all hunt, you know, kind of the same way. But when you get into the waterfowl, I mean, you have guys hunting out of boats on open water, sheet water. Guys are hunting out pit blinds. Guys are hunting in the timber. Guys are hunting the mar- you know, the marsh walk-ins. And like you said, the walk-ins, that's where, you know, you know, ounces equal pounds and the pounds equal the pain, you know. Oh, and some of the stuff, walking areas that I'm doing here in Louisiana, I mean, and some of that thick, thick hydrilla matted grass, uh, yeah. uh, a uh, hundred meters is, uh, it, it takes a lot longer than people think. And, you know, and 
all that, you know, whatever gear you're carrying in, like you have to be real selective of what you're carrying in uh, for that hunt. And um, I think anytime you could have a lightweight, durable decoy, you know, is going to add comfortability to that hunt. And the more comfortable you, you, you are going to hunt, the more you're going to hunt. And the more, the more gear you could have, obviously the more successful your hunt's going to be. You know, and, and it and it even goes just outside of just um, you know you or I physically carrying them in. You know, it also compounds it um, as you know down in the in the timbers where you you know, weight just in your boat because you're dragging it across you know um, sloughs uh, right, and you want to eliminate all the weight. Hell, I used to hunt with Herder seventy twos, the solid body ones. And my yeah. gosh, the bag alone seventy five pounds. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now did you burlap them or, or or were they just uh, um smooth paint no, the the, these are the photoshop ones the, the photo yeah the herder. herders yeah yeah yeah, yeah I've un- undestructible I, but yeah i have some buddies that still hunt with them and uh down here in louisiana even in north carolina where i hunt a lot um i have some buddies that they'll hunt over some fully flocked herders and some of them they burlap they burlapped and painted them yeah right yeah yeah, yeah now for open water hunting, those things are great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, question. So we got into uh, some of the decoys that uh, that's provided um, that y'all provide. Now we know spinning wings. I mean, it's it's y'all don't provide them, but I mean, it's not there. But what are, are there other products that y'all provide when it comes to the decoy spreads? Um, as far as the the species on ducks, are y'all pretty versed on that, or, or is that something yeah, in the works? No, yeah, good question. You know, we obviously we cover the mallards. Um, we've uh, we've got uh, speckled bellies. We've got uh, Canadians. Um, you know, we walk down the path of uh, introducing redheads, um, and you know, we we've had some success on that. Um, next year, we're looking at. Uh, 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 you know, again, on the back end of manufacturing and, and supply chains, but we're, you know, we're looking at two additional species on the, uh, for an introduction next year. Um, and then even uh, improvements to the existing products. So, you know, our flutters um, and, uh, and swimmers, um, we're looking at alternative, alternative uh, power sources for them um, uh, to align better with, you know, the rechargeables and then um, uh, control uh uh, of those as well. Um, so we'll be, you know, we're walking down those paths pretty, pretty tight. Um, we almost had it this year, but, uh, we ran into some logistics issues. So yeah. We've got quite a bit on that. Everyone that is here. Yeah. Yeah. We know, I think our, everybody's goal really this year is just to try to get existing products in stock. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, versus uh, doing a lot of innovation, I think I think next year all the companies will be start, you know, looking at, you know, releasing those pent up uh, items they were, they've been working on for the last year or two. That's so if you, don't, um, if you don't mind me asking, what two species are, are you um, thinking about adding? Uh, we're looking at gads and wood, wood ducks. All right. All right. I like the wood Nice. Ducks. I, was, I was really hoping blue nice. wing teals. Nice. Uh, you know, we... Uh, we be we get questions about teal um hands down you know gads and uh and, and wood ducks seem to be the loudest you know ask um, yeah from us yeah yeah i definitely would 
Wood Ducks is definitely something. Yeah, they're, they're the Wood Ducks. I mean, the, yeah, because yeah, we, we were talking earlier, and I was like, man, if I had some of them swimmers, you know, during teal season, okay, because Louisiana, September teal season is like what dove season is to Georgia. Um, I think, man, I'd only hunt four of these swimmers, maybe three floaters, and a, and a spinning wing call it a day. You know, because you know how much life you'd have just in your decoys for those uh those te- sure. those teal those teal love 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 movement. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and right now, people have been coming to us and asking for them. You know, really the the, the alternative that we have is you know our our hens, whether yeah, hen mallards, or, yeah, or, right, yeah, yeah, um, whether they're swimmers or or flutters, you know. So at least you know they're giving that appearance. But you know, I I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you say that. Um, I mean, I, you know, for, when I'm teal hunting, I'll throw out hen mallards, you know, for the, um, yeah. kind of like how, how, how we do oversized the magnum mallards. I mean, a hen mallards yeah. to me, it's like in my head, a, a magnum teal. Right. And we'll do the same thing, you know, with wood duck hunting. We'll, we'll throw a, a hen out there, um, amongst them just to get some additional motion moving on it. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously well, with the gad. So what is your main uh, species that you guys kill up there in uh, Wisconsin? Um, you know, it, it, it varies. We're, we're puddle duck hunters. We kill 70% of our own uh, local ducks, ironically, yeah. um, even though we get pushes from, uh, you know, the Canadians and border down. Um, but, you know, mallards, like everybody else, you know, they're right up on the top of the list. Um, and then it depends because Wisconsin's bordered by two big, um, you know, water bodies. We got the Great Lakes on the eastern side, so Lake Michigan, and then we got the Mississippi River, you know, on the, on the far west. So the, the Mississippi, obviously, when the migration's on, it's cans and reds, um, uh, blue wing. Uh, early season, we get blues, blue wings, and they blow out. Um, we have a lot of wood ducks, just like everybody else. Wood ducks have just gone crazy in the last few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and but on Lake Michigan, then we get to divers, you know, so we got old squalls, we got long tails, you know, so it's it's a real diverse, uh, diverse bag. And then, uh, you know, field hunting is, is picked up for, for goose, um, again, like everybody else. Um, but our, you know, we've got such large agriculture and that goes, you know, within Michigan and Minnesota as well. You know, so yeah. In North Dakota. Right. So we're we're kind of all in that that uh, that area. Are you um, killing any um, ducks in the dry fields? Say that again. Are you guys killing any, any ducks in dry fields? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not as many as geese, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the field hunting went from you know a cool thing five six years ago to there there's a true passion on these guys that are just all in <laughs> and that's all they're doing is field hunting. You know. It's, yeah. You know, kind kind of like the snow goose, you know, craze as well. Um, yeah. You know, same thing. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got. And and it's it's becoming tougher. It's more competitive. You know, more guys are into it. You know, getting land access. You know, it's very competitive up here. Um, a lot. You know, it's almost all private land because of the ags. But uh, but they're still able to get out on it. Um, and and uh, and have a great time. Yeah. You know, for for us, we're uh, like I said, we're on the move. Uh, first part of January, we start moving down with the birds. Um, Missouri, and we'll go into Arkansas. Um, got some good friends down in that area, um, on the upper part up by Pocahontas. We'll move down by Stuggart, go into Louisiana, yeah. Monroe. Nice. Um, oh, yeah, you, 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 
when, when, when are you going to be that? down here in Louisiana? What are we going to hunt? No, um, by what time of the year? Oh, I'll be down there uh, second week of January. Second week of nice. January? Yeah. Hey. Yep, second, second, third week, and maybe the last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me a holler. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely let you guys come and hunt my, hunt my lease. All right, we're we'll we will hold you to that for sure. Hey, <laughs> hey I'll be yeah, there too. So I'm always looking for people to help me. Yeah, yeah, I'll be you know there too. I mean? so. Options are good, man, especially yeah. when you're chasing birds. <laughs> no, and, and that's no lie. Um, it, it's been real weird this year in Louisiana. Um, we opened up so early this year, and there wasn't really. I mean, we had a phenomenal teal season this year. Well, yeah. phenomenal. Now, Chris came down from Texas for opening day, and you know we had the kids out there, friends out there, and you know, we had a real good time. Yeah. And um, we've seen a lot of big ducks in during teal season, and, we, and we're getting kind of excited. Like, man, you know, if the pintails and the gadwalls are already down here, man, you know, opening day is going to be phenomenal for the big ducks. And it seemed like that first push, they kind of got localized, spread out. But we opened almost two weeks early here in, in Louisiana before, you know, the, what do you call it, the, um, the unusual. And they added a, a, a third split to us, which kind of like, well, we opened early, but the ducks aren't here to begin with. And when they're moving down here, we're closed for two weeks. Yeah. 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 So I got to put a monkey wrench in a lot of things. I mean, that's why last weekend uh, I left town, went straight up to Arkansas up to uh, around Jonesboro. Oh yeah. And killed some birds there. Uh, killed a few, few ducks, but really hit on the geese. And then, okay. yeah. And, and were, you up in a, were you on a lease up there or were you on uh, WMAs? On a lease. We were, uh, I was hunting. Um, we got invited to some friends lease up there in the, in the rice fields and the pits. And then, um, okay. uh, actually next this Friday, I'm taking the kids up to Nebraska you know, we're gonna be down there up there anyways to visit the in-laws for uh, the holidays. Well, we might, you know, if the ducks are here, we might as well hunt. And we're about to go yes. do a, a hunt up there. Do one my of the friends guys. were over there last last two weeks, and they just crushed the mallards over there. Yes, yeah, so the yes, exactly what I've been hearing. Yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah, they had a great time. So and I know I you travel. Yeah, I know you travel a lot, and um, that's real. Kind of one thing I want to talk to you about when you're traveling, what's your traveling decoy spread look like? Oh, just, uh, just what I put on the video. So, you know, my, my go-to spread is two dozen, uh, floaters. Um, I'll do three, uh, uh, three flutters, uh, two to three swimmers and then two, two butts. And depending mm-hmm. on where we're at, if a, if a goose, you know, um, fits in it or not. All right. Um, but that's, yep. That's, that's kind of a, a, a go-to standard configuration configuration for you so you yep. said the the these decoys you said that uh and I, joe had joe showed me but basically from the the back end of the decoys you can basically deflate them kind of yeah. just to consolidate them nice so do you do you typically does that uh, to me it seems like it makes it a whole lot easier to be compact them um do you typically do that when you guys travel just deflate them and let them deflate let them re get back to life by themselves you know, um, the answer is yes, yes and no. So some of them I do. Um, you know, I've, I've got a truck with a cab and it's like everyone else, it's jam 
packed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely stuffed packed. Um, we, we also sell uh, 12 slotted uh, decoy bags. Um, it's a three by four configuration, so they're not the long two by uh, two by six. Um, and you know they they fit in extremely nice with the uh, with the lines, uh, the Texas rigs uh, hooked onto them as well. So you know if if I'm running the bags, the bags stack extremely well, um, and I put them in. Um, if I need the room, then we'll pull the plugs and crush them down um, and put them in a bag. You know, and uh, and and you know. And, and transport them and slash carry them into the field that way. So I, I travel both ways. Nice. I mean, I, I just like the idea of that because uh, actually all the decoys I have, they can't, I, didn't, I don't have that capability. Um, uh, yeah. But I think that to me, I mean, me personally, because like, like yourself, I do like, next year where I'm definitely going to travel a lot more for my hunts this year. I kind of just did uh, Oklahoma, Texas and Louisiana, obviously. Um, but I'm definitely, we're definitely looking to me and Joe talk. We're going to definitely do a lot more out of state hunts. So that's definitely like a go-to for if you're not, because what I found too is, and what's insane is, um, I actually was a big game hunter before I got into waterfowl and out of state hunters for duck is, is very popular. There's a lot of people that travel just to hunt ducks and it's crazy. Um, and people yeah. like you who follow ducks, I, uh, Ramsey Russell does it. Um, and we, we know a couple leave from boss shotgun shells. I know they do it. So, uh, yep. just the thought of it, just chasing and following them and having that, that fun with, you know, that, that, that time to do that is insane. And that's what we're planning to do next year. So, um, you know, that's, I, that's, that's why I think, you know, waterfowl hunters are, are, are hunting waterfowl because we can move. Um, versus big game, right? You're you're generally targeted in on, you know, if you're really into it, you're targeting mm-hmm. a, a an animal, you know. So yeah. you're land bound to that to that property, and that's and that's your world. I mean, my my kid's a diehard trophy hunting, you know, archery machine, and and uh, I can't I I lose him from you know first of October, and he's still hanging in a tree type of thing. I don't even know where he is is anymore, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. other than on his property. To, you know, so, and here we're, you know, we're, we're all over the place. We're in North Dakota. Um, we're in Wisconsin, you know, get to go out to, um, New York, you know, we're down, uh, down in the Southern part, Louisiana, Arkansas, Texas, um, mm-hmm. you know, Seagrip area, um, love everyone. And we get to meet the best people. Like, yeah. like all of us have a passion for the sport and, you know, open arms, just like you guys should say, Hey, when you're down here, look me up yeah how how great how great is that you know and then you get to really really start making some new friends um yeah. and those are generally for, for life right yeah it, it's so weird about, about the waterfowl community it's, it's um you know and, you know and you see and everyone reads about you know the one or two incidents where people butt heads but 99.9 percent of the time like it's it's such waterfowl hunting's more enjoyable when you're doing it as a group with yeah. like-minded people, and um, yep. you know it's uh, I I tell everyone you know some people say you know it's all about the destination, other people say you know it's the uh, about the journey, but for me it's more about the people you get to travel with that make the hunt. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, because yeah, on, agree. On, on on a turkey hunt, on a deer hunt. Or even like an elk hunt sometimes, a bad hunt's a bad hunt. I mean, it is what it is. But even on a bad duck hunt, 
it's still, it's still enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. Because you're right. with, you know, you're, you're just with like-minded people. Well, you get, the you get, you get, the, yeah, you get the variety you get of means, and the variety of means of how, how you hunt, even though it's still a duck, right? When I'm, when I'm over in uh, Lake Ontario, I'm, I'm in a big water boat, you know, sea art type of thing. Long lines, we're, hunt, we're, we're hunting in, you know, anywhere from 50 to 200 foot of water, you know, in, uh, in, in big, big body of water, all the way down to I'm, I'm walking into a slough, you know, completely different gear, set up the whole bit. Love it. Love all the gear. We're all gearheads. Love it. Yeah, we are. Yes, yeah, we are all gearheads. You know, uh, yeah. I will say that. Yeah, and I think I think another thing too is what makes it different is just the terrain. How much terrain you can cover? You can go from dry fields. You can go to you know if you want to catch uh, sea ducks, you can go deep waters. You can go in lake, big lakes. You can go in marsh. You can go timber. You can go. Right. It's just the the just the terrain um, that you're able to hunt these ducks is amazing, and I think that's what makes a big thing that makes a difference. So, I mean, I, I you're not gonna find. I mean, you might, but most of the mule deers are in the desert. So, I mean, you're not going to find any whitetails out there. So, um, right. Well, but, uh, yeah. so next, next year, we, we always we always try to do uh, a new state every year. That, that's kind of our, our, our goal. And then, you know, we, we drop off one just because there's only so many weeks in the, in the, in the hunting season. Um, mm-hmm. So next year, we're, gonna he- we're heading west. You know, we're going to do the, you know, we already do North Dakota. So we go to Montana, Utah, you know, Washington, that type of a loop all new all new mm-hmm. just just can't can't get enough of that nice yeah that, that's yeah. something uh me and joe actually talked about we're gonna start doing that next season yeah well yeah i, I think next year i'm hunt, well cause i'm originally from northern california that's where i grew up grew up hunting the rice fields and um in, oh, okay. in central valley of california um so uh, uh i mean that's my family i when you tell people you know when most people think duck hunters they think um, the live oaks, Arkansas, Missouri, Hat. But for me, what gets me going is I love hunting rice fields in a pit line. <laughs> I, I love the mixed bags you're going to get. I love working the birds and watching them. You know, I think they're more active in those big fields. They do you know bigger, wider, you know, you know patterns. And they'll come up and I um, and when you finish them in those rice fields, you know, you're finishing them. Um, they're coming in. I mean, that's just, that's just my kind of passions, uh, um, sheet so, water. Yeah. Pit blind so talking, talking on that. So what, what is your, uh, typical, I guess, terrain that you like to hunt? Um, you know, as, as I said, I love the variety. So, um, what, what we snuggled into, um, this last couple of years is, uh, you know, the big rivers. Um, uh-huh. so they accommodate both the sloughs, the backwaters and the, the open, open pools, um, where I'm at on the Mississippi is three miles wide and uh, the pool is uh, 20 miles long. Consider that a pretty good sized body of water, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's got the points, um, you can drop off of the main, main portion of it and get back literally into what, you know, um, you would consider it being flooded timbers. Um, so, uh, I lo- love that as well. Um, I, I love a, a wood duck hunt, you know, it's fast. It's, uh, uh, fast and furious. The, the, you, know, you get 45 minutes of a, of a uh-huh. flurry of, uh, just madness uh, going around and, uh, you know, pass shooting, um, trying to get them to, 
you know, on their way in or on their way out, uh, especially introducing new guys to it when they, they've never shot, shot a wood duck. So yeah. like, oh my gosh. Right. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, but I love, I love to see birds come in full flare and want it, want to set in the decoys. Um, but, but I do have a passion for pass shooting. I gotta say. Yeah. Hey, hey and I, I'm with you, man. I think for me too, especially as a, in the timber out there, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about. I mean, I, yeah, I like in the marsh, I like, I do rice field. I mean, I've, I've done a, a couple guided hunts in the rice field and, um, but just going in that timber to me, it's just, it's, I enjoy it. And then, like you said, uh, trying to get them, uh, cause w- those wood ducks are pretty fast. Like they're, they're not, they're not slow. Right. Um, and they're coming in and then they, they sense anything wrong. They're gone. So that past right. shooting yep. is, is amazing. So I enjoy that myself too. Um, and it's also a good story when your friends, uh, your friends are missing every shot. So <laughs> <laughs> Joe, and you get to do the cleanup act right? yeah. on, the, on the 40, 50 yarders uh, yeah. that are stretched out there. Yeah. Yeah. Or the that missing the ducks and shooting your, uh, shooting your motion decoys. Yeah. That happened once. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a duck. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people, people are trying to get your product. Um, especially new guys. I mean, it's super overwhelming. And this is kind of why we started this podcast. Um, well, you know, well, you know, this whole podcast was, you know, Chris's brainchild, um, you know, cause he was new in the waterfowl and, you know, I was kind of helping, you know, Forrest Gump is long along through it, hmm. but you know, the, we're in a day in the air where there's so much gear out there. There's so much content. Um, right. And it's almost, it's almost, it is. And you start talking to newer waterfowl, it's overwhelming and it almost deters people from, you know, the sport. Um, but, you know, one, where, um, how and where can they get some of your product? And two, what do you recommend for a yeah, beginner waterfowl? Um, Max, if you want to go into, you know, a, a, a brick and mortar, um, Max, they, uh, they resell it for us. Um, they do a, re- a great job. Um, we obviously have our own online. Yep. Uh, we have our own online uh, store at, uh, you know, the real decoy.com. Um, uh, we've got some great specials uh, that we package up. We got a configuration called the X packs, uh, light, full and pro. Um, and just uh, to, to the names of them light, uh, you get a six pack of decoys and a couple motion de- uh, decoys. Um, you know, the full, you still get your, uh, uh, six pack of, uh, regular decoys, like a decoy bag to go with it. And we start doubling up on the motion. And then a pro is really kind of the ultimate package. Um, you can, you know, really set yourself, uh, set yourself up. Um, I think we had a total of six, uh, motion decoys with uh, a six pack of stationaries, um, and a, and a bag. I'm going to put that one, uh, throw in an extra bag for the holiday season here as well. Um, and hey, people listening. Yeah. And then, uh, and then if you just want to do motion decoys, we can either do them singles, um, flutters or swimmers. And we also got some uh, holiday promos for uh, almost two for ones on some of those They're The pricing's uh, really attractive right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have them take a look. Uh, uh, we've got some videos out there. Um, some ads, uh, showing the, the motion, um, our Facebook site's uh, extremely strong. Um, a lot of people uh, have, uh, have been clicking on that. We even have a, a pro staff uh, site as well. It's an open group. Um, and, and feel free to have people join, take a look at that as well. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's one thing I really do like is that you guys have those packages for the, the you know, 
for the oh, it's almost a one stop shop. Like I, I can get this because almost with your light, your pro, um, and um, your X pack, yeah. all of those are are, are are huntable. You know, they're a huntable amount of, of decoys. Yeah, yeah. It, and and we kind of tiered them, you know, for anybody's a budget or expertise. You know, it's kind of kind of that that. If you if you got the budget to be able to jump in, um, we can we can launch you right out there. Um, if you kind of want to step into it easy and try one of these things out, see if they work, we get that. You know, we'll we'll earn your business on it, and and we'll back it. We'll back all of our products for a year, um, uh, hands down. Um, uh, um, we we believe in them. They 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 definitely work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then um, doing some of these gear reviews and everything. You can tell about the people who believe in their their uh, product is when they, you know when they send their product out. And they're like, hey, try my product out. I know for a fact it's gonna work. And I can definitely tell when you know talking to you guys for the last couple of weeks, or going on a month now. Um, you can tell that you know you guys are all confident in you guys' product, right? Yes, and a lot of that confidence that you can tell that comes from you guys using them and you guys hunting them. Yeah, and we and we got you know guys tons of them for testimonies wild bill coomer out of uh, um cape Girardeau down in missouri the guy's just a, a just a, a machine you know hunts hard and and loves to talk about it um yeah uh, robert Levine, he's in california same thing you know just just loves these things um hunt, hunts them hard you know he abuses them um mm-hmm. so and and that's the other part you know we got to make this stuff tough we're we're in one of the roughest sports for gear um, that yeah. we can put our stuff in, right? We get guys that are in salt water. We get guys that are in just the mucky, gooeyest crap. Um, yeah, and, 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 and they got to perform. Yeah, yeah, they got to perform. I get yeah. it. You know, we, yeah. I, I was on the Mississippi. I froze those uh, light and lethals. They were, they were solid ice. I pulled them <laughs> up and just smashed them with my fist and exploded the ice off of them. Nice. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, they perform yeah. extremely well. Well, what I like about these these um, light and lethals, and you know, this is going to kind of show how long I've been hunting for, maybe how old I am, is I don't know if you remember. Remember way back in the early 90s and 80s, there were those um, rubberized inflatable decoys. I don't even remember Deeks. the brand they were. Yeah, Deeks, D-E-E-K, Deeks. Yep, yep, oh. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. They were called Deeks, yeah. And I remember those as a kid. They were, they, they were almost, they felt like... um. Like a rubber bouncy ball type outside. Yeah. Yeah. And um that you know, they're real light and you didn't have to really repaint them. I mean, and then you know, you just kept using them till I mean a lot of ours in California would uh sun rot. Yeah, as you but, say um, they dry rot or that's that yeah, they dry rot in the pole barn that, that won't hold air anymore, but they're yeah, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but the light and versatility of this is you know. That's kind of what the light and lethals, you know, bring you back to is these light, lightweight, collapsible, you know, I could, you know, you could run a gun with, you know, with these decoys. Well, and that's just it. Cause those, you know, those were, they also floated kind of like a balloon, right? They bobble around yeah. um, the, the, the light and lethals. That was one thing that we really put a lot of time in and how do, how do they ride um, when they're in the water? And you know, we, we really needed them to ride just like a, uh, a regular keeled decoy, um, whether it's in the you know back slough or out in the in the bigger water, and I think we I think we hit it. I think we hit yeah. it. Yeah, they they run they run nice. You're gonna you're gonna love them. 
Nice. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to put them in the water. And, well, we also and, do, and talking about that, we do uh, Instagram gear reviews on a lot of this stuff. So I know in January, we'll probably talk about that. I mean, if we can get one of y'all from the um, – it, it doesn't even have to be you, but if you, you can get on Instagram live with us, I mean, that, that'd be great. This way we can kind of re- review with you what we kind of saw and what we, what we thought of them so far. We kind of, what we try to do is try to try to be honest with the, uh, with everybody and try to, you know, put them to the test. And the, what I do like yep. about these is they, they, they seem like they're, they're, they're meant for that test, so, you know, cause you're going to have buddies who, who's you're going to step on them. You're going to throw them around. They're going to hit, they're going to hit timber. They're going to hit wherever it may be that they're going to drag on the ground. They're going to, you know, somebody may shoot them. I don't know. They may get peppered or right. something, but, um, and I think that's, that's a big thing. I think that's an, that's something that, um, because I've had decoys that got peppered and they're almost, it's almost like, Oh man, that was a waste. But I, there's other decoys, um, that's been peppered and it's kind of like nothing. You just paint over them. So, yeah. Well, the, the, the big thing now with these hard plastic ones, especially carrying them around yeah. in your boat and you're, you know, carrying them is when they start clanking together, you get that, you get stress fractures um, in the keels and on the side. And you start taking, you know, those slow on leaks because, you know, hard plastic, there's no give. It's either going to, you know, the, the harder plastic is going to win and, and the weaker plastic is going to, Start, you know, start getting those stress fractures. That's what, what I really like about those, those you know, having a, a pliable decoy. Um, if they bump into something, you know, they're not going to crack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it's crazy. But um, so we heard where so they can find you online. They, they can find the they can find y'all in social media. Um, and you said at uh, Max's, correct? Yep, Max Prairie Wings. Okay, and uh, for the I guess because we do get a lot of new uh, listeners, um, you can actually go on. Max's also has a website you can order. So because not oh yeah, it, Max's is yeah. not yeah, Max is not everywhere. So um, right, what the only ones in Arkansas? Yep, Stuttgart, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Stuttgart. So I mean, yeah, it's they, just, they've got a they, yeah, they've got a huge online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you one. It's like it's Disney World of a for a duck hunter. Yeah. I mean, I bought I right. bought my uh, my Bubba ladder step for my because I got a War Eagle boat uh, from Maxis, so um, yeah, they're really good. So I mean, if you guys want to check them, out, I would check them out. Uh, check us out when we do the gear review on them. Uh, I mean, I, I really I'm excited to use them, especially the thought of that. I'm kind of I don't want to say I'm a lazy hunter, but I'm a lazy hunter. If I don't have to do anything, let the decoys work for them to work for me. I'm happy. So, um, but. Um, it's kind of, it, and that's another thing too, people, uh, we get a lot of new hunters, so people are getting into waterfowl. Uh, it's kind of hard not to be, or it's kind of hard to be a lazy hunter. Cause man, when I, when I heard, when I heard about the grind in waterfowl, oh, it's a grind. Uh, there's definitely yeah. a grind. So it's, but it, it's something that I, I fell in love with and I don't think I'm going to stop. So. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, uh, especially with this product, I, I think a lot of things that people take you know, we, you know, you start looking, you know, when I say overwhelming to get into hunting, you know, waterfowl hunting, you look at shotguns, you look at shotgun shells, waders, clothing, decoys, um, calls, dogs, boats, uh, ATVs. Uh, and you start looking, 
And, you know, some of you know, you, you have some great decoy companies out there, but, you know, people don't take the time and, and they, a lot of they over, overlook is what's the actual duck doing? And people, you know, I think people um, overlook the motion, de- motion decoys in general. And just, you know, don't think about, you know, the, the ducks are going to, the ducks, geese, they're going to see your spread before they can hear you sometimes, especially you know, in open areas. So, you know, and they can see, they can see from, you know, from a pretty far distance, you know, they're going to see that movement and that movement's going to, you know, suck them in before um, your, you know, your calling is. I mean, and that goes to, to anyway, you know, in the fields, you have, you know, look at the goose hunters with the flags, um, you know, those tornado spinning ducks and, and geese in the, in the dry field is, is movement, I think, is right now changing the game of, of waterfowl hunting. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It's uh, we're, we're, we're hearing a lot of that. You know, the guys want to have something different, you know, mm-hmm. that, yeah. the other, that the other spreads don't have. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we ear tagged our, uh, our, our motion as a tsunami uh, technology for uh, creating waves off of the flutters. Um, and, and just on that note, we put the largest uh, motor that we can find, um, you know, that still meets our, our tolerances and our weight um, requirements and, and put a counterweight on top of it. And yeah. rotation of counterweight, right, is what gives the, uh, uh, what gives the, uh, the waves um, uh, to, the, uh, to the spread. Yeah, and, which uh, makes the water and, move, which makes the other decoys move. I mean... Exactly. We, we, yeah. you know, I can got, a couple of guys are like, Sean, when it, when it starts icing up in here and after I blow a hole in it, we, we put two and three flutters out there and they keep the hole open for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you don't think of those type of things, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, perfect. Right. I mean, and, they, and that's perfect. what wild ducks are doing when, when they get a hole open anyways. Yeah, absolutely. There's, they're just, their body movement is keeping the holes open. And you, you, we all know that we throw just stationary decoys in it. They, and you're out there every half hour breaking them off, you know, getting the ice off of the dang things, trying to shove ice underneath. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I put drop three flutters in, keep my hole open. Then mm-hmm. you have to get out and freshen it up. No, it's, it's genius. But, genius. <laughs> so before, uh, before we actually get out, um, cause we can talk for hours and trust me, I've had a, I'm the time management type person, but, um, there's one question I did have for you, Sean, before we got out. So we, it's kind of something we we ask most of our uh, guests that come on the show. As far as your shotgun setup, shotgun setup shells and choke, what does yours look like, or what do you use it? So yeah, I shoot Brownings. Um, mm-hmm. Both Connie and I, we shoot Brownings. Um, I've got a Maxis. Uh, she shoots a silver. Um, Good man. Generally modified. Mm-hmm. Generally modified. Um, I personally love a three and a half, three and a half, three, three and a half, four. Um, some guys say, why do you shoot a three and a half? I said, cause they don't make fours. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make fours. Yeah, I love it. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, just a little humor there, but I do. Okay. I shoot a three and a half, three, a three, three and a half, four, um, early season, three and a half threes now till the end of the season. Um, Connie runs at 20 gauge silver. Um, she'll, uh, she'll shoot a, a two, uh, two or three shot. Um, and she, she makes it, I, I, I've, I've been totally schooled, um, just what a 20 gauge can do out there. Um, yeah. you know, I hear more and more guys, you know, trying to switch over or switching over, man, I, I, I would put a 20 gauge right next to a 12 and, and they're knocking down birds. Um, yeah, ex- especially with the technology and ammo, go, how, go, you know, last three years, 
ammo technology skyrocketed. Yep, yep. I, I still shoot the uh, you know standard steel. Um, I'll I'll do the boutique stuff um, here and there. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I'll burn I'll burn through the through the standard steel. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, so Joe, do you have anything else before? No, I mean, thank you for one um, supporting the show. Thank you for coming on and um, you know sharing you know your product with us. Thank you for you know letting us test your product, and um, I just really appreciate um, you coming on the show. Yeah, likewise. Um, and you know, let's see if we can't hook up. Um, well, oh, yeah. both of your guys state state next month, so you know we'll drop some kick around some dates, and if it works out, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely. Let, yeah, let me know. I'm kind of pretty much free uh honestly till the summer so i mean um if you're in texas let me know i'm gonna go down there to uh, louisiana with uh, joe so hopefully you're down there uh when i go down there too so okay. we can get a it'd be a nice hunt down there okay well yeah, yeah. i'll be down at sea drift uh sea drift the second second week of january um okay south nice. of galveston oh okay nice I, yeah i know that's it but uh um if joe you got nothing else i guess uh yeah. like always um, I want to thank Val and Honor, what they do for our service members, first responders, um, yeah. and active duty, uh, and uh, veterans. So I want to thank what they, uh, for everybody who's have supported us on this journey that we've done. I mean, Joe, we're almost done with the first season. Uh, it's yeah, been I know. And how it's, it's been, it's blown up uh, tremendously in a short period and I'm pretty excited about it. So next year's, uh, we're planning some big things. So y'all, uh, stay tuned. Um, like always, y'all have a good one and uh, let Val and I know.